Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's cover to cover time on a Thursday. Hope you're all having a good week so far. Hope you had a good Mother's Day. Those of you who are mothers or have mothers or mothers who are still around or alive or even not, maybe you went to visit their grave sites. I don't know what people do on Mother's Day. It seemed like a, a nice, it seemed like everyone was having a good day. I was driving around, went to a Dodger game. And uh, it seemed like it was a real nice day for people and their mothers. Hope you all had a good one. Uh, happy Mother's Day to anyone who is a mother. Congratulations. It's a tough job. You're the greatest. We're halfway through. We're a little way from Mother's Day now. We're, in, we're Thursday here. I'm I'm in Vegas as we uh, as we tape this. We taped this, of course, a little early, but I will be going to Vegas tomorrow. So when, when this airs, when this hits the air, I will be in Vegas. Prop, Lord knows doing what. I mean, my brother and I, two of us are old men, and we're so concerned about how we're going to be accepted by today's Vegas standards. You know, are we going to go to a marshmallow concert? Are we going to go, <laughs> you know, I got to you know some club where Marshmallow is playing. Uh, that's a guy who like I figured this is like what's going on now in Vegas, like those DJ parties where the guy wears a marshmallow head, and uh, and that's what we you know we won't be accepted in that world. They'll be like, what is the, why are these two old men? Like, is this some sort of like are you guys <laughs> not even wearing a mask? Not some, wearing a helmet? Yeah, to do. Yeah. Are you doing some bucket list thing where you're dying of cancer and this is your one last thing you want to do before you die? It's I feel like that's what we're gonna look like if we go to any of these things. But my brother's hell bent uh, on having a good time, and we're gonna have fun. You know, we're looking forward to it. We'll let you know how all that goes uh, on next week's cover to cover. Hey, man, the podcast is doing good. Thank you all for listening. As you all know, anyone who's on the Facebook page, it's great. You guys are fun. Thanks. Alex and I, we really feel like the last couple have been really good. And you need to start spreading the word. We were up, we're up and down on these charts, you know, because I feel like some people are loving it. Some people want me to talk more about my personal life, which I won't. And <laughs> sorry about that. I know everyone always writes me, how come you don't talk about this or that or your or your wife or your this or your that? I'm like, and for what? Why would I do that? Because I just, you people are freaks. I don't need you knowing about my personal life. Let's just stick to this fun stuff that we do. Why do you need to know what I do on a regular basis? 
I don't need to know about your personal life. I watch the news all the time. I see, uh, I actually think the worst part of like the Today Show and stuff is when they start showing pictures of their kids watching television. I don't want to see, I don't want to see Hoda Kotb's children watching TV. Just talk about the news and things like that that I'm interested in. So yeah, I won't be discussing things like that. For reasons that I won't go into, but there's really no reason for people to know about my personal life all that much because, honestly, I won't won't say I'm a public figure, but I'm a little bit of a public figure, and I've had some problems in the past uh, with people knowing too much about my life. Um, and I won't go into it, but I've had issues. You got to keep up some mystery, right? Exactly that. What's you know, and that, and I don't need right people now. showing up at my door. Which these are things that have happened to me in the past. You know, I don't need that happening anymore. He can't life. even go to that uh, same place he used to cut his hair. He had to change. <laughs> exactly. I, had to change. I was. He tells loving. you guys where he cuts Thank his hair, you. and Thank you ruin that. I was having a great time going to the uh, going to the Fantastic Sam's in Burbank, uh, and then I mentioned it, and you know, I could no longer go to Fantastic. Sam's. Now I go to some weird place out further in the valley called Hollywood Cuts, and the uh, big heavy Latino lady cuts my hair, and she's just not getting it. I keep I sh- actually show her pictures that I take from Pinterest. People say I say that wrong. People say I say Pinterest wrong, but um, and and uh, and she still doesn't get it. She still does not get what I'm going for. Um, anyway, is cuts? Uh, does it say with a no, Z? No, it's not with a Z. I told you I cannot go to places What's it with called? a Z. Hollywood cuts, just oh. just cuts, you know, C U T S, um, and it's in it's in Van Nuys, nowhere near Hollywood, but they get, give you the look of being a Hollywood. Superstar. Oh, you, I was thinking further in the valley, and I think there is a cut, a Hollywood cuts. Oh, in the valley. By, by where I, in the valley where I go, no, there's, there's ten. There's, there's ten Hollywood cuts, K U K U T Z cuts, yeah. but that's not for me. Hey, everybody. Let's get to the news. Uh, I can't think of another way to intro the news. I told you I was going to start, you know, having a thing like Chris Cuomo says, let's get at it. And I went with, uh, we can't afford Huey Lewis. So here's the news, but didn't seem to catch on. No, one person, one girl mentioned it. She's like, I liked, here's Huey Lewis. We can't afford Huey Lewis. So here's the news. Anyway, let's go with that for now. Here is the news um, right off the bat. I mean, they're not great stories uh, out there. I'll, we'll get to some that are a little bit better than others. But I mean, the first one that popped up to me was uh, this Monsanto. I don't know. Monsanto's a giant company. Let's not get into the facts. Some people hate them. They put chemicals and everything. I don't know. Whatever Monsanto does. I know a lot of people hate them. You probably know more about it, Alex, than I do. But this, And you probably have very strong opinions on Monsanto, right? I go both ways on Monsanto. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, Monsanto is apparently this big billion-dollar company. So what? So rich that they are now going to an award. California jury has awarded a couple in, uh, I guess, here in California, $2 billion because they say that Roundup weed killer gave them cancer. Uh, and they, I guess it was proven that they, that it did. So now Monsanto has to pay them $2 billion. They're, they're an elderly couple, so I don't know what they're going to do with that $2 billion. Because uh, they don't, probably have only a few years left, but especially after they've been eating all that Monsanto, right? And I guess they've been using um, Roundup all their lives on their weeds. I don't know how many weeds these people soon have. Maybe they're farmers that they have a lot of weeds. I use Roundup. I'm say uh, I'm a bit of a gardener uh, out there at my house, and uh, I like Roundup. I know it's probably horrible, but it's killing weeds. Like, what could it possibly be? It's got to be horrible, but. I also live in Los Angeles where I just feel like everything that I just ingest on a daily basis is horrible. Like I'm not. The air we breathe has to be. Right. It's just got to be. Everything is just pumped in. So if we get cancer or get, I mean, everybody, doesn't everybody get cancer eventually? I feel like it's just everybody's got some sort of cancer. Um, It's probably all from these weed killers that are in the world. But you know, now now Monsanto is going to give pay $2 billion. Apparently, it doesn't even affect them. They got it. No problem. Moving on to the next. But I'm a little concerned that now they're going to go out of business and I'm going to have a garden full of weeds. What am I going to do with my weeds now? You know, this damn couple's ruining, uh, ruining my garden because I was, you know, I don't need these weeds. Anyway, so that was a big story that I just started today. I mean, it's not that all an interesting story for us here, you know, unless you're a one of those people who really hates, you know, big companies that are, you know, killing the world. And they are. Aren't all <laughs> big companies killing the world? You know, that's just the way the I mean, that's Coca-Cola is killing people, mm. right? If you yeah. drink 
Coke? Doesn't that kill you? Yeah, waste is just a part of the consumption process. Yeah, so. We're running out yeah. of helium is another story yeah. I read. Do you read this? Helium? This people, you know, we're running out of helium. Do you have any idea what that means? Good luck at your next birthday party when you have to walk through a, a front lawn full of weeds to get into the party. And then you go into a party and all the helium balloons are just lying on the floor because there's no more helium. So your balloons are just dead on the floor, not floating like they used to when we had a plethora of helium in this world. We don't need more. Helium is running out. So then I go in. I, for some reason, I was obsessed by the helium story. And I start reading about helium. For, I didn't know anything. Who knows anything about helium? So helium is like a natural gas that you you know get from the earth that doesn't re you know re 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 regenerate re, regenerate itself. I guess once the helium is done, helium. we're done. There's no more helium. In the future, they're gonna look back like those assholes with all the balloons. Right. Room, I hope you're happy making your voice high. I hope you all had a fun time going. Hey everyone, look, it makes my voice high. <laughs> like you <laughs> fucked us. You fucked us. I hope you're happy. Now all these children in 2070 have to go to parties with the balloons lying on a floor and, <laughs> and, and with weeds, a lot of weeds. Hope that old couple happy ruined everyone's life at the weeds. So yeah, helium is gone. But then I read, so the helium is used for a lot more things apparently than just uh, balloons. But the only we know it as far as balloons. But I guess it's used for like a cooling of, uh, it's very important, cooling of computer equipment and big time, a lot of stuff. Anyway. Well, that's why probably why we're running out then if it's used for computer stuff. It right? is. It's used for like cooling these big things down that have to run systems and, and stuff like that. So helium is, is big. But then I also read that, that we said we have a hundred year supply of helium left. So I'm like, oh, it, that's fine. Well, our, like in a hundred years, when we run out of everything, isn't it all going to be well, to yeah. shit? You know, oh, the Earth's not lasting a hundred more years. We, I, we got more I, than enough healing. I mean, not to sound selfish, but what do I give a fuck about a hundred years? I don't give a fuck about twenty years from now. You know, I just hope marshmallows still making hits in a hundred. <laughs> Are you guys gonna go see him at Chaos? Isn't that the? Oh, is that where he plays? Is that I the don't new know. place? I happen to see. Uh, I was looking up things to do in Vegas. You know, for me and my brother, and uh, like that was one of the things. Marshmallows in town. I mean, I couldn't imagine. I'm sure it's probably, if you're 20 years old, it's probably fantastic. But not for me. I can't, I can't. I, I, as much as I say this all the time on this podcast, as much as I hate to admit it, those are days gone by for me. The days of going to the Marshmallow concert uh, in whatever, some club somewhere. I think the new club out there is Chaos, and I'm proud of myself because I've been gone long enough that I right. don't know what the clubs are called anymore. So. Okay, yeah, Chaos. All right, yeah. well, I'll look it up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I want to go to that, but I'll look it up. I'll definitely look it up. Uh, so those those are a couple stories right off the bat. Now, to just to show you how, you know, we're just we're getting old. Shit's getting old. Everyone's getting old. Uh, right, fresh, hot news story as just breaking as we speak. Tim Conway has died, uh, 85-year-old Tim Conway from The Carol Burnett Show. I mean, anybody who's my age loves Tim Conway. We all love Tim Conway. Anybody who watched The Carol Burnett Show, he was just, I mean, hilarious week after week. So we lost uh, Doris Day yesterday and uh, Tim Conway in the last couple of days. Doris Day. I don't really know Doris Day, to be honest. She was 92. Seemed like she lived a good, good long life. I know in the last 30 years, she'd been kind of out of the Hollywood spotlight. She moved up to Northern California and was kind of an advocate for uh, animal rights and stuff like that. The only re the only way I know really Doris Day is from that Wham! song, um, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. I think they mentioned Doris Day in that. I know she was like Rock Hudson's girlfriend, with a, a fake girlfriend, back in the days of... Uh, Hollywood when he couldn't be gay, like Rock Hudson had to have fake girlfriends. And Beard. Yeah, and, and uh, Doris Day was his for a while. Uh, and and I'm, I'm sure she people seem to love Doris Day. She was a singer and an actress and whatever, and she died yesterday. Now Tim Conway today. And they also canceled that uh, Woodstock 50th anniversary concert. They were going to, you know, try and uh, you know, reboot Woodstock they were gonna, with a mix of today's artists and also some from the original Woodstock. You know, they were going to have Jay-Z and Crosby, David Crosby and some other stuff. But now I believe one of the reasons why it was canceled, because everyone's so afraid to be the, the next fire festival. 
because you know i think the last wood cycle they did a 25 i believe and that turned into a bit of a shit show so then like you know and i guess there was a money problems and they couldn't supply enough security for and they needed 20 million dollars for security for this thing they were like fuck it scrap it done we're done no 50th and they had they had the lineup listed already and everything they completely scrapped it this uh, at this point it's completely scrapped it was there's, a great lineup to that yeah and there. it's and there's one there's one guy still holding on saying he's going to raise to 15 million and get this done but it, it's supposed to be in the next couple of weeks I, yeah. I mean these things you have to have kind of planned in advance you can't just go hey let's do Woodstock and have it go I mean aren't tickets already sold I, I, just... a few were but I think they're just giving that one mm. damn money back so the, this is what I'm saying it's just like you know uh, my people people my age and 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 you know a little bit younger anybody above 40 anybody above 35 honestly it's not our world anymore we're done. just just go to Target and uh, and and you know have a nice day and go home and go to bed because it's not your Vegas anymore. You, marshmallows taken over. If they if, if you try to get Crosby David Crosby back to play concerts, they're like, no, scrap it. We don't want anyone to to you know. It's too, we need more security. David Crosby doesn't want to get attacked. Uh, and 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 you know the and these kind of things. It's not it's not our world anymore. And then if you know these everyone's dying. The, the Rolling Stones were going to go on tour. Mick Jagger's heart, you know, needed a heart surgery. They said, we got to scrap that. No more Rolling Stones. Then Tim Conway dies, so it's over. Everybody just, just fucking, just, just listen to the cover to cover in, in a bunker and without, you know, because weed killer's just going to fucking get you anyway. And there's no helium. And just go into your bunker and, and uh, live your life. Speaking of bunkers. There's another article in Newsweek magazine that I just read about flat earthers. Everybody, there's a now, there's a big anti-science movement going on in the world. Anti-science, you know, and I don't know if it's Donald Trump who's, who's, you know, fueling this, maybe a little bit, but I think there's always been these people out there who just say, you know, science, fuck science. Uh, there's no, you know, don't get your- Facts? Yeah, whatever. Don't get you. And I hate, you know, I always try to tiptoe around these topics because I know there's some people, actually, as a matter of fact, I did get attacked by a few people on my saying, get your kids vaccinated. They were screaming at me on on Twitter, you know, like, don't believe that. That's big pharma trying to get more money. You don't need to vax your kids. And maybe you don't. I don't fucking know. I'm not a scientist, but I just heard somebody say, get your kids vaccinated. And I'm going to choose to believe that. You know, uh, maybe I'm making the, uh, a mistake, but how about I, I'm going to believe the scientist and not the guy who works at the post office who's screaming about, um, there's a flat earth. So this guy in news, who wrote this Newsweek article, he, he went to a flat earth convention in Colorado, Denver. He said there's 700 people there and it's a three day event, flat earth convention. Now we've talked about conventions before. You could find a convention for anything. Anything. You know, I, I, you know, I mentioned, I think uh, in a past podcast, I went to, I was staying at a hotel one time doing shows in Chicago and they had a Godzilla convention. And I was like, how many people are that into Godzilla? You know, the, the, you know, the Godzilla from the Japanese Godzilla, they have 20,000 people at this thing. I mean, Godzilla fanatics. I'm like, oh my God, oh, this man. is crazy. I can't get 140 people to come to the fucking brokerage comedy club on June 5th, Wednesday night, June 5th, $22 tickets to see Chris Frangiola. And you motherfuckers will go to a flat earth convention, you dumb fucks. God damn. <laughs> anyway, so this is the flat earth people. Not only... They're also, so what I read about flat earthers is they believe the earth is flat, which, hey, I, who knows? I don't know. I've traveled all over the world. I still haven't fallen off the edge. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know if maybe it's not flat. I've been everywhere. And they say, they also say there's a, t a cap on it. Like it's in a dome. They say we're in a, there's a horn going off outside. There's a lot going on out here in this area that we shoot this podcast in. So they say there's a dome on top of the, the, the earth. It's flat and there's a dome on top of it. Like a, like a, what do they call Snow globe. Like a globe. Yeah, yeah. like a snow globe, <laughs> basically. Like that movie with uh, Jim Carrey. Wasn't, didn't he live in like a, uh, what was that one where every day, uh, he was Truman Show. Oh, His Truman, life yeah. was a show. His life is a reality that, show. I believe there was a top on that world too. And, um... But then they ask them, like, well, what about pilots? Like, how come their planes, if there's a top on the world, how come planes aren't crashing into the, and they were like, they don't have an answer for that. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, who knows? You, there's no, f everything's a lie. There's no planes. They're, that's a lie. There's no actual flight. 
You're you're being lied to by the government. Pilots are shills. They really do. Yeah. They say like everything's a lie. Oh, it's all. What about pictures of of the Earth from the outside, like you know the the from the space? That's a lie. They're hand drawn. It's all lie. Everything's yeah. fake news. All fake news. Lies. 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 Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. And maybe some of it is fake news. I don't fucking know. Isn't everything fake news? Not, you know, I'll tell you what's real news. Tim Conway is dead. That's real news. Tim Conway's not coming back. And you heard it here. You heard it here first, I think. Well, by the time this airs, it will yeah. be all over the place. Um, the, speaking, this is the one, another one that's, that that guy says it's fake news. It's Stan Lee. He's a Marvel guy. He's the one who created Marvel. God, I hope it's Marvel, right? I know people are really into this and they'll freak out if I'm, I have this wrong, but I think Stanley is Marvel. I'm not really a, cart, a, a, a comic book guy, but I thought it was interesting that his manager and agent is now being sued and, and arrested, I believe. No, not quite, not arrested yet, but sued for uh, elder abuse. While Stan Lee was alive, um, they said that he was abusing. Uh, I thought I had an article here on it. Yeah, here we go. Um, okay, Stan Lee's former manager. Yeah, there it is. Former manager and business partner, Kia Morgan, has been charged with five counts of elder abuse in Los Angeles court, officials said on Monday. A warrant has been issued for Morgan's arrest after he was charged on Friday with false imprisonment, fraud, and forgery. Lee's family is accusing this New York-based memorabilia collector of abuse. Oh, he was like, a, you know, so he took Stan Lee. And basically, you know, for memorabilia reasons, held him at his house. Stanley died a couple of months ago at, I think he was 90 something. Lived the long Sign way. everything. Yeah, just, just sign everything. <laughs> sign. Go, hey, listen here, you old fuck, start signing. And, you know, if he didn't sign what? enough Superman comics, you know, he gave him a slap in the face and made him sign it. Now, he's, he's of course, saying this is fake news. I know how upsetting and hurtful and damaging these, these accusations are. And he says that he goes, this is fake news. I was falsely accused by two con artists abusing my best friend, Stan Lee. And uh, so maybe, maybe it is fake. Everything now, you can just say fake news and half the world is going to believe it and half the world is not going to believe it. So it's kind of, you know, I don't know. I think Donald Trump says he came up with fake news to term. So he, we have him to blame or not, whatever. But you could just say fake news and everyone's 50% of the world let you off the hook. So that's, that's it's, it's, isn't it usually people erring on the side of believing you anyway? I feel like no one's doing the research and like I looked into it and yeah, that guy definitely made Stanley sign a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I don't know why anybody, I always go, he was my best friend. I'm like, well, you were a 40 year old man. And why is a 92 year old guy your best friend? Like it was mm -hmm. weird that you need to be friends with Stanley. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just weird right off the bat. So, so that's, uh, you know, some other stories. That are that are kind of, you know the other thing that I want to talk about is I I don't I remember it well but it's prom season everybody we we are in uh, we are we are in it it for those of you who have children or 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 you, or you were a child at one time in your life it is now we are in the heart of prom season uh, so I went to Seventeen magazine and uh, and they had the top twenty things to do after prom Seventeen magazine. And it is, you know, Seventeen Magazine is hilarious. It's like written for, you know, kids. So it's everything's kind of cutesy and leans towards, you know, being cutesy. So they say after prom parties, it's basically just an excuse to get super cuddly with your with your crush. So then they go on to list, um, you know, fun things to do after prom if you're if you're seventeen. And I always thought that, you know, that was just after prom you didn't you go to try to get laid or whatever wasn't that the thing uh did you go to your high school prom Alex? i did um yeah i did you did i did yeah i had a like a girlfriend in high school for a couple years and we went do you still talk to this girl uh you know occasionally yeah okay yeah occasionally do you now how the was pictures the pictures came out great did i know they? that yeah i know that um how was your prom did you have a nice time it was at a uh in vegas golf uh courses are everywhere yeah. so around oh, so that season yeah, everyone does it at golf courses so it was it was good they also have like areas where they have like weddings and proms at yeah. golf courses yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my brother got married at a golf course on yeah. Island. yeah so it's nice oh it yeah that, that is fun okay yeah. i went i will 
my prom, my high school prom, uh, I went with kind of a famous person. She she was famous for a little while. Uh, she was my high school girlfriend. Was this in Ronkonkoma? It was in Ronkonkoma. I thought you were the most famous person. Well, a... I like to believe, I'll explain who it is in a second, okay. but I, I like to believe that I, I am one of the most famous people. She went on to become kind of a big movie star oh. for, for a bit. But uh, then, then she just after a few movies in the I guess it was the eighties and late eighties, you never saw her again. <clears throat> I I know her still, but uh, she's kind of out of the business. Her name was Moira Kelly. We went to high school together. We were boyfriend girlfriend in high school. And Moira she was Moira Kelly M O I R A K E L L Y. Moira Kelly is very famous for being uh, playing in the, a movie called The Cutting Edge. She played the bitchy skater uh, to DB Sweeney's hockey player boyfriend girlfriend, and that was my prom date. Moira Kelly and I went to the prom together. Uh, I went actually went to two proms. Uh, I went to uh, like I went to because she was Moira was a year younger than me, so I went to her prom. And then I went to my prom with a friend, a friend of mine, April Hunter, like a year earlier. So I went to two proms. Um, they're fun, you know? I mean, we went and just kind of goofed off and, and whatever, rented like a van and to drive. A van? Well, we thought we were so cool and fun. Like we were like hip theater kids that we were like, we're not going to get a limo. Like losers get limos. We're going to get a 15 passenger van and have like one of the neighborhood adults drive us around drive in a van. Around. So we had my friend Carl's brother uh, drive us around in this uh, 15 passenger van. We thought it was so fun and funny that we did that. Um, did you now- guys do like a dinner? I think there was a dinner. Yeah, there was. I I, I kind of barely remember. There's a dinner. Yeah, sure. And then there's a lot of dancing and stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, the whole thing is just, and you get your tuxedo and everybody does their tuxedo. I remember I went with a, uh, I thought I was very proud of myself because I went with a white, like tux, like a pink. It was called, actually a pink. It was called Pink Clayton was the name of the color. And I got a pink jacket with, with black pants, which was a classic look. Still goes on some red carpets into the Oscars stuff. See some of the classier people wearing that. So I'm glad I went with that, like that look instead of like, um, it's something that was a little too 80s. So you look back on it and go, oh my God. And you look back at your hair and you're like, oh. Right. Like I look back on my prom picture. I'm like, oh, it doesn't look that bad. It could still hold up. That flies. You know, by today's yeah. standards, you know, so which is good. Uh, <laughs> that Moira, guy could get laid in 2019. Right. Totally get laid in 2019. Moira Kelly, on the other hand, I think she went with something that was a little 80s. Uh, so anyway, that's my prom date. And we went on to, uh, well, I mean, I think I've told the story before. We, we kind of moved out to Los Angeles. I moved out to Los Angeles a little before her. She came out to shoot Cutting Edge out here. And we kind of like, uh, you know, rekindled it out here in Los Angeles early on in my Los Angeles career. And then she went on to make a bunch of movies, Chaplin and, uh, and some other stuff. Oh, wow. With Honors, a movie with Joe Pesci. And then she was a voice. She was the voice of Nala in The Lion King, which is the mother lion. So that was like her big money thing. You know, because like, well, oh wow, I guess you get paid a lot of money to do those voices. And yeah, still especially in paid. something like that. Yeah. yeah, that new new Lion King coming out. You excited? Oh well, that's a live action Lion live King. Live right? action. They're going now. This is a new thing they're doing. Dis- they're yeah, taking the Disney cartoons and then we're going live action. Aladdin and and Dumbo, and just a Dumbo. Dumbo, which was looked strange. To it looks sad. It looks sad, and it made yeah. it, it didn't do very well. It came and went, kind of, because I think it was sad. I learned something on. I think it was Jeopardy. The only um, the only Disney character to not speak was Dumbo. Did you know Dumbo Ooh, never talked? In never the movie? talked. I did not know that. Anyway, I learned that on on Jeopardy. What about uh? What about Bambi? Did Bambi talk? I think Bambi talks. Or the yeah. mo- okay. Bambi cool. talks. Yeah, Bambi talks. Uh, yeah, J- Dumbo doesn't speak. Hmm. Um. Anyway, so so and then of course there's the there's the live action uh, Aladdin with Will Smith, which looks weird. He looks weird yeah, as that a looks genie creepy. in the blue genie outfit. And then we got another Lion King coming up with I think Beyonce's in that, isn't Beyonce's she? Beyonce's Beyonce, right. a bunch of people. Well, there goes Moira. Loose. <laughs> Moira. Well, Moira's now like living at. Uh, I don't know what became of her. Honestly, uh, I think she lives in Texas now. She was living in North Car- oh, South Carolina for a little while because she was shooting a, a show. What was that damn show called? At the kids were 
I don't know. She was the, the mother. She were? was the mother of one of the kids. It was like in the South. It's a, I know it's like it's a show people love. People love this show, and I don't, I can't remember what the name of it was. But she played the mother in that. Anyway, that was my prom date. That was my prom. And uh, One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. That's a, Thank mm-hmm. you, Alex. Boom. Coming getting fast. Yeah, you are getting fast. So One Tree Hill, she was in that. Um, oh, she did uh, Lion King 2 as well. Yeah, that's probably some good residuals. Yeah, she's probably... Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. She's doing fine. She's got kids now. <laughs> and stuff living a nice life i went to a wedding i actually went to a wedding oh, nice. years ago i'm gonna post a pic i'll put you know what i'll post a picture i'll i'll post two pictures i think i'll post us at the on the facebook page i'll post a picture of us at the and you know what here's the thing if i post a fucking picture like i did of the ones of i said last week of the, my prom but the headshots i took mm-hmm. where i was wet oh the I wet post, headshots i don't need you assholes critiquing the fucking pictures okay <laughs> like I, all right i was 17 years old maybe i don't look so uh, maybe my mouth he got is, tricked into no, taking like them. my mouth is open in a lot of pictures because I I was I was uncomfortable with my mouth being closed. I have fucking I have a bit of an overbite and a bit of like a buck tooth situation, especially especially I did back then. All right, so I wasn't comfortable with my mouth closed all the time. You assholes! So everybody's like, "What's your fucking mouth open for? You look like a fucking weirdo with your mouth open." Oh, let me see your pictures when you're 17. You fucking ugly <laughs> bastards. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm sure you're real cute at 17. Everybody was commenting on the picture. I'm like, just enjoy the fucking picture. I had hair down story. to my butt. I know. Nobody yeah. looked good at 17. I looked weird. So I put the picture up. So if I put another picture up of myself looking like shit at 17 or 18 years old, I don't need your fucking comments, all right? Guys, if you're not on our Facebook page, the Cover to Cover Facebook page, it's a Facebook group, come join it. There's you can, 1,400 people you in it. You can talk crap about Every one of them is assholes. When and I I'm going to start liking all of their comments. Yeah, I know. Bunch of assholes. I was like, you know, and then you get, you know, you go through some, uh, some, some sensitive times here and there. I forget where I was. I was on a plane or something looking at the comments and some person wrote, what's with your mouth being open? And I was like, oh, God damn it. Shut up. Like, I got to hear. I just got to deal with this shit constantly. People telling me, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. I don't like the way you say this. I don't like the way you do that. You say, oh, what did somebody write? You're. Um, oh, uh, the, the Met Gala. They said I was pronouncing Gala wrong. It's Gala. I'm like, Gala, Gala, what's the fucking difference? Maybe it is Gala, but it's also Gala. It could be either way. I don't know. Isn't it Met Gala, Met Gala? I Yeah, I think it both fly. Well, yeah. If you ever, like, you remind me of my dad right now. Oh, don't say that. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And no, no, not to be sorry. I just, I was thinking as you're doing this, I was like, oh, this is every guy, like, yeah. Well, it's just... You know, in this biz- get off your back. I in feel this you. business that we're in, yeah. and you're, we're, we're all in, yeah. You just it's constant critique, critiquing yeah. of, of you. And you know, and when I'm in my backyard spraying um, cancerous uh, weed killers on my weeds in my garden, I I'm not hearing any of your screw. You know, your thoughts about what I'm pronouncing correctly or incorrectly. What song I should do? That you what thing you like? That if anti-vaxxers sh- are vaxing is good or bad or flat Earth is all wrong or right? I don't fucking care. What I'm trying to do on cover to cover is just have a little fun. I I I'm not. I'm not, I, I'm trying, I'm not taking a side on any one of these things. I wish I would, if I could, I would put my foot down and, and, and be bold and say, I believe this, but I don't want to lose any, I'm, listen, I'm just trying to sell tickets to the fucking funny bone here. I don't want, I'm not going to die on the cross of vaxxing or anti-vaxxing. I'm not a doctor and I don't have any children and I don't give a fuck. If you all your kids get measles, I don't care. I don't, you know, I, as long as I don't get the measles, go ahead and not fax your kids. I hope they run around little red, swollen faces <laughs> <laughs> with their mouths open like I had at 17 years old because I looked weird with a mouth closed. They can look weird with a mouth open. You should see me with a closed. I look like I have um monkey face. Did you get vaccinated when you were a kid? Was of that course, a big thing back yes, then? Yes, yes, yes. We got vaccinated. We all got vaccinated. As a matter of fact, a lot of people, I don't, but a lot of people my age uh, or, or older or younger, you'll see they have a almost like a scar on their upper arm. And I think it was a, I think it was a rubella shot, which is a oh. th- that'll be the next one that comes back. Rubella, which back. I don't even know what the hell that was, but it was a disease we all got vaccinated for. Rubella. And uh, you'll you'll see a lot of people with this weird scar on the top of their arm, and that was hmm. from a rubella shot. 
because you know they didn't care about you know they, everybody got it. There was no art. You as a child, you had no rights when I was a kid. You just did you what just people fucking what, told yeah. you to do. You know, you got on the school bus and you, you got went to, to pick school. The color of your yeah. shoes, and maybe. it was you know if you had a gluten allergy, you you, you took enough gluten until. You you were no longer allergic to it. <laughs> like, you built up your tolerance. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or peanuts or whatever the hell. You know, I know this is an oft-used premise among comics and stuff these days. It's like, peanut allergy when we were kids, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's true. Like, I don't know. Well, everybody had peanuts. Yeah. So <laughs> now, no peanuts and all that shit. And when our Woodstock's canceled, Tim Conway's dead. <laughs> we're going to quit getting our rubella shots. <laughs> rubella. I got to go to a marshmallow concert in Vegas next weekend. What a, you know, there's a gift wrapping competition coming on TV on a network called Freeform. Uh, their new show is a gift wrapping competition. Why are we even trying anymore, everybody? Nobody's paying attention. What do you win? Well, you know, I can see it. It's actually so my mom's of, really good. I, know. I was going to say, I would actually something I would watch. It's like nine episodes just got picked up uh, where, you know, it's a gift wrap. Some people are good at gifts. I remember, you know, uh, I was buying gifts last year for some people at uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, you know, like a bookstore. And outside, it was as a charity, like for whatever, whatever, I think it was Girl Scouts or something, they would wrap, they would wrap it for you yeah. for, for donation for their charity. And I was like, oh, I'll get this shit wrapped, you know, for, and I'll give this charity uh, some money. And I mean, these women were unbelievable. They boop, 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 boop. And, and not only wrapping bows and all sorts of stuff. So wrapping faster than I, Stan Lee could I, sign yeah, a, yes. a poster. No, not with the slap in the face from his manager. Uh. He'd get him signing real quick, you know? Sign faster, Batman. Or whatever his name. I think Batman's Marvel that I just fucked. Oh, no, it's DC. Probably fucked that. Bad. See, there's another See, thing people come yeah. after me for. Batman is DC. Comic books. And Batman. I get that one a lot. I have I a know. lot of friends who are into comic books. I haven't seen any of the Avengers. Or do you watch Game of Thrones? Have we talked about this? You know, I meant to bring that up. I was going to bring it up because, and I, I'm, I'm leery to bring it up because I just don't think this No audience, spoilers. I, I'm we not. I won't I'm, spoil I'm letting it. people I know. Won't we won't spoil it. I'm a couple episodes behind. I, I, I don't think this is our uh, audience, Game of Thrones, but maybe. Okay, maybe. I watch. I watched the, I've been watching this last season just because I want to keep up with what everyone's talking about. So I watched last week's. So I watched the entire, this final season and I know it. I mean, just from reading about it, I know what all, what all, you know, what's on. going on. I know what's going on. And I watched this week and I thought it was kind of, you know, I, I'm not hugely, I honestly find it to be like as far as television programs these days go. I mean, there's such really quality TV out there with Netflix and some other networks doing. I find, Game of Thrones, as much as I know people love it, I find it to almost be a little cheesy at times. I feel like it's definitely gotten there. Well, it's definitely well, gotten there. And I and I also, as great as 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 special effects are in movie theaters, like in in when you have, and I hear these, you know, Game of Thrones episodes cost trillions of dollars yeah. to make. I'm like. I think the special effects look awful. Yeah. I think those dragons look very fake, and. Uh, Anyway, I'm not overly impressed by the special effects because special effects have have come so far yeah. in in many movies. It's it's. I think they could do a better job on that. But I know it's TV and suspend your disbelief yeah. and blah blah blah. And I get it. Uh, hmm. So whatever. Who's your character? Just for our fans who do watch, who's well, your favorite? I the girl with the blonde hair who you know flies Daenerys. the dragons around. Now Daenerys. Now the other thing I read this morning, which yeah, I don't no want, spoilers. I'm not. I, I mean, okay. I don't get, it's not really a spoiler. You know, she now her character is kind of d developing into uh, you know, kind yeah. of going a going little, the other going a little going other a little nuts, going a little yeah. crazy. Uh, I won't give too much away, but she's starting to go a little crazy. So now I read this morning that all these people who've named they named their kids after that girl Daenerys <laughs> a, a lot and they're really? all now upset because she's becoming almost the villain at this a point a lot of Danny's running around yeah so now like oh we we, we went and named our kid because we thought she was going to be a hero at the end and she's coming a bit of a villain and we're upset well what, what the fuck did you go name your kid after yeah after a character Game of Thrones character you gotta fun? wait till a show is out uh, done with before you can marry your yeah. children to a character bunch of Daenerys is walking around measles right now <laughs> 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 oh boy oh boy anyway so that's yeah so game of thrones i i i watch it i it doesn't i'm not blown away ever by it i get it it's cool i i like some of the battle scenes i've seen better 
stuff in like the movies, you know, but I, yeah. I understand why people like it and I'm mm-hmm. glad people are watching. I'm glad people tune in and everyone goes berserk for it, yeah. you know, on, on Sunday Do you think nights. they're rushing the end of it? it That's feel... what I've heard. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't a, like an eight year watcher. So oh, people yeah. are like, wait, I've been following this plot line for eight years and you wrapped it up like that with yeah. one sentence. Yeah. Like the guy with the wolf, he looks at the wolf and he says, bye-bye wolf. I and see he, you're and, you're spoiling for I, me now. Yeah, but that's two weeks ago. This, I, I know I'm two see, weeks that, behind. Yeah. yeah. So I'm one of those people who's super I behind. I mean, I feel like on a spoiler, there has to be some sort of like a window where like, all right, if you haven't, it's a three Ten months. Days. Like, Ten days. Ten days. So two yeah. weeks is fair. Yeah. Right. I agree. So, but I, but I, I'm not spoiling anything, but he just jump says forward. Goodbye. He says goodbye to the seconds. wolf. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, pe- people are very upset that he should have done more with this wolf than he did. He didn't give the wolf Oh, that's what love. people are upset about? Uh, well, among other things, you know. Dog people are out of control. So he said, you know, I guess that wolf did a lot for him along the way, and mm-hmm. um, he didn't give enough love to the wolf. Uh, whatever. Set it free. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So wolf looks fake, too. That's <laughs> that's what I, I, that's my thing. Did you see, uh, I saw a picture recently of these people who have one of those crazy bred dogs that's like his like a, it's pretty much a domesticated wolf, but it's massive. Is it f- because they were f- Game of Thrones fans? That's why they mm. do these things. I'm sure that's why people are buying them. That's probably why. I don't. I, I, well, I, I don't but, know anything about that. But uh, would you? So anyway, back to gift wrapping. Gift wrapping. So that, show. no, that's yeah. just a show that's okay. coming on. It's called it's called Rap Battle, but W R A F Rap Battle. And it seemed like it was something interesting to talk about. I'd watch, I would think I would watch Rap Battle, actually. Are you familiar with the Arthur cartoon? Did you, you probably... You know. Arthur, yeah, the kid with glasses. N- well, it's not a kid. He's supposed I mean, it's to an be, animal, He's supposed to be, a, he's supposed like to be a little... that aardvark. He looks nothing like an aardvark. I, I just read that this morning. I didn't realize oh, yeah. it was supposed to be an aardvark. Arthur the aardvark, I thought yeah. it was a mouse. It looks like a mouse. But okay. I, I just know... B- I see it around, Arthur. Mm-hmm. Apparently a lot of children watch it. It's been on yeah. for many, many years. 22 seasons, I believe. They just had a, uh, on Arthur, they just had a same-sex marriage. One of the characters, uh, Mr. Rabs, Rabskin, uh, which I guess is a famous character on the yeah. show, got had a gay wedding and got After married. 22 years. 22 seasons. I've known you for 22 years, I guess Mr. Rabskin. 22 seasons, Mr. Rabskin just <laughs> had a you know same-sex marriage on the Arthur cartoon cool. that the kids watch, which I go, go, go ahead, have same sex marriage. Normalize. You know, we had our, you know, I always talk about the Brady Bunch and the Brady Bunch was our thing, you know, and, and turns out, you know, we sat there and pretended gay didn't matter, you know, gay didn't exist. Uh, and turns out Mr. Brady was gay. The, mm-hmm. ma- the actor, Robert the Reed, actor. who played him was, was a gay man. And, you know, it didn't, I thought you were going to say Alice. I was going to say, well, it. I, I don't think she was gay. She seemed gay, uh-huh. but I don't think I don't think N.B. Davis. Maybe she. No, was. I just meant I, the character. No, well, she had Sam the butcher was her boyfriend. Oh. You never saw anything. You never saw them getting it on, but and it was always a weird relationship. Okay. Her and Sam the butcher. I gotta uh, go and watch those because I think she lived at the Brady Bunch house. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam the butcher was her boyfriend. They were like later in life uh, couple because they were both older. Mm. N.B. Davis at the time. Uh, of, of of was one of those actresses who just looked old. She was probably 27 when she was on uh, mm-hmm. Brady Bunch, but she looked like she was you know 50. So it worked for her in, yeah. in the case of um, the Brady Bunch. But anyway, he turned out to be a, a, a gay man. But then we did have gay characters on television when I was young. We had Billy Crystal played a character on a, on a TV show called Soap. He played a gay character on Soap, um, and it was you you know out and out gay character. We had, you know, John Ritter on Three's Company, which was like a pretend gay character, which was just like, a, you know, a lot of punchlines where Mr. Furley and uh, the first one, Al, Mr. Roper, had a lot of like gay, you know, I can't believe you know, he yeah. do this, Tinkerbell. Watch out with that Yeah, one he would make that, a lot yeah. of Tinkerbell noises and stuff. And uh-huh. So that, you know, we didn't really know how to handle it back then. But apparently Arthur, the cartoon, knows how to handle it properly. Very with, cool. Um, yeah. So, uh these are the stories that are going on. I felt like I was a little angry today because I was upset that you people made fun of my open mouth and my headshots. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I, w- I just was posting a 17-year-old picture of me when I was out there trying to make it in the world and be in a John Hughes movie. It's all I wanted was to be in a John Hughes movie. And, uh, you know, I came to Hollywood and didn't get the opportunity to be in a John Hughes movie because, you know, he died. Uh, John Hughes, uh, very young, didn't really make any movies after after uh, Home Alone. I think might have been one of his final films. But before that, he was pretty in pink, and he was like these movies where I'm like, oh shit, 
And then all, and then I dumbed it down. I said, you know what? I'm not going to be in a John Hughes movie. Let me just, I, I, I'd rather, I'd just be in a music video. Cause back when they had music videos, it looked to me like, oh my God, that's a, I feel like so many people are watching these music videos. Like I would love to be, there was one in particular I watched, uh, it was a Debbie Gibson music video where the kid in it, you know, like throws roses into a garbage can after him and Debbie Gibson break up. And I'm like, man, that's some acting right that's there. That's good acting. And then if you go on in, in, in your career, then you get into this business, you realize, oh, a music video shoots in a day. This guy made $350 yeah, uh, for probably a non-union shoot and uh, never worked again. Um, and that's, so I didn't get any, I didn't get music videos either. Uh, I, I did get a couple of horrible films um, that, I don't know if there was a light of day. I think I talked about one, Demon Wind. I was in a movie called Demon Wind where I played the cowboy demon, uh, which, and I came back to life and I had a kerchief on my neck and I was dressed like a cowboy. I just looked like a gay, uh, gay, like a gay guy. Cause I had a, I was supposed to be a cowboy, but I looked like a gay man who was a demon who has been demonized. And, uh, I got shot in it, uh, five times, but I was, we shot it. This is 30 years ago, shot it out in the Valley, 97 degrees. And they basically treated us like animals. And as I had this demon makeup on, I couldn't eat because my mouth was, was like uh, makeup closed. So I had to hold my mouth open with one hand and put food in with the other in 98 degree weather, sweating my ass off and demon. So this is the shit I had to go through to get to the point where I'm doing a podcast here in uh, Koreatown. And you people are going to tell me I look like a fucking weirdo with my mouth open at 17 Hey, look, old? if it was good enough How, for Moira yeah. Kelly. Exactly. She was... Uh, what was the name of her character in The Cutting Edge? Oh, shit, I should remember this. But anyway, she had a very famous line in The Cutting Edge. Toe pick, toe pick. Demon Wind was 1990? Yes, it came out in 1990. We shot it in probably 88. Just Google image. Oh, it, oh it, 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 is, is it really out there? <laughs> uh, I found, yeah, I, I found pictures. I actually watched the clip from it one time. It's uh, the worst movie ever made. It was one of these things where it's just... These are the things you just go through, you know, looking back on it, I've, the last couple of weeks, I have to be honest, I've been having a real, like, I don't know if it's a midlife, not a midlife crisis. It's just like one of these things where I'm getting overly sensitive to everything. I don't know why. I'm just feeling like, wow, you know, I've had a nice life and I'm looking back on it um, fondly and uh, in a good way, in a good way. But some of these things, I, I just, okay, the reason why I'm bringing this up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And this will get us into into our wrap up and, and stuff where we're at. And to some once, music. Once again, bit of a slow news week here, so we kind of tried to make it through. I mean, I could talk about you talk know, about trade deals, but no one wants to hear tariff. that. We can talk about yeah. the tariffs that that are, you know China is imposing upon us. But you've we're heard imposing it. upon them, and I don't feel that's interesting to anybody. But this is the stuff I'd like to talk about tariffs. You know, but it's a bunch of cheap shit like from China. Now you're gonna have to spend more on. You know, shit that you buy at the 99 cent store. But who knows? Anyway, tariffs. I don't want to talk about that. So that's where here we are. You know what I did watch last night for 10 minutes? I watched an episode of The Bachelorette. I guess it, it was premiere last night, I think. Mm -hmm. I never watched this show. It's fucking creepy. I, sw I know this has been on for 25 years, and I know you people love it. But I have to say... It seems weirdly like a gangbang. I'm not kidding. Like there's 18 guys sitting in a room waiting for this one girl to come in. And it's it almost looks like it's going to be like a gangbang. Like she comes walking in and they're all like, we're here to fuck you. Like that's what they're all there for. Uh, like where you pick you pick one of us, but we'll all fuck you. Yeah. It's very strange. I, I don't know. I know I know this it's it's kind of tongue in cheek now at this point. They are kind of goof. They're almost self-parodying yeah. at this point. A little bit, but it, it, the whole thing is very bizarre to me, especially in this day and age we're living in where nobody can do anything. I'm just surprised it's still going Yeah, where this girl walks into a room of like horny 22 year old handsome men and just goes, one of you fuck me. Yeah. And it's very strange. 
We have very slim fitting suits. Yeah. Everyone's wearing like really like that. Fuck, there's no material anymore. Like extra material on anything, get get, get nope. rid of it. No material is everything is slim down to fucking, which I'm okay with. Uh, anyway, so here's where why I've been a bit a little sentimental uh, in the last couple of weeks is because the other night I went to see my friend Carl McKeenan. Is a guy I moved out to Los Angeles with thirty something years ago. We came to Los Angeles to be stars. We graduated Connecticut High School together with Moira Kelly. She came a few years later. We all hung out here early on in our careers. He has two children. Oh, we're forty. Oh, wow. Okay. Her name is Ada. Uh, his daughter, she's probably eight, seven. I don't really, I'm not good at kids' age. She could be 13. I have no idea. But anyway, Carl said, hey, what, my my daughter's in a pl- school play. Would you like to come see it? I said, I was I was in town. I said, you know what? I will. I'm going to come see this. I don't do anything. I never leave. You know, I feel like I'm not very good friend to people. I said, I'll go. Count me in. So I go to the production of Into the Woods. Stephen Sondheim play. Now, I know Into the Woods is a kind of an adult play. It's got a very adult themes. They do a, a, a truncated version of it. They, uh, they, they dumb it down for elementary schools. It's very short. They, they make it cutesy and nice for them. So don't relax, everybody. They're not doing you know, R-rated material in this elementary school. However, I will say this. So I go and the parents are all very excited to see their children in the play and everybody is terrible. There, there's no talent in this. And this is a Hollywood elementary school. No talent at all. Every kid stinks. They're real bad. And I, of course, am going back to my theater. I did a lot of theater in high school and elementary school and junior high school where I'm thinking I'm great. But I'm prob- I was probably awful too. Like they're ve- they're all very nervous. These kids, very nervous. They're they're just remembering their lines. They're they're hang- you know dying to just get the lines correct. This is a school now. I don't I don't. You kids, you people who have children could maybe are better at this than me. This is an elementary school that goes from first grade to eighth grade. Okay. Oh, okay. Which is strange to me. Yeah. So now in this play, every is that a private school. I think it is. Okay. So now every kid is able to be in this production. So you have kids who are first grade. What is that? Seven, eight, nine? I don't know what first grade first is. First grade I think is going to be six and seven. Yeah, seven. Like yeah, kids. Six seven, and seven. Yeah, seven years old. To eighth grade, which could be six, 15, 14, 16. I don't know. They look like adults. Eighth grade, 13, 14, I'd say. So yeah. the one scene is like is is the big bad wolf who's played by an eighth grader. He looks like he's 27. Kid's got a beard. <laughs> and he and Little Red Riding Hood is played by a first grader. I'm like, all right. I don't want to say it, but I'm like, I found this is a little creepy. This is creepy. Yeah, yeah. because it's like um, watching your steps. Oh, what a big ha- mouth. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> Red Riding Hood, first of all, Little Red Riding Hood is creepy anyway. It's yeah. just a creepy story. It was written, you know, back when shit would, could be creepy. You know, back when it's basically about a fucking wolf looking to bang a little kid mm. walking through the woods. We knew what that wolf was, right? So that that is the big yeah. red wolf is basically you know whoever is, is uh is you know is um pr- a producer in Hollywood. Yeah. What was that guy's name who got busted for the Me Too movie? Harvey. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Good old That's Harvey. Big, big red wolf turned out to be Harvey Weinstein yeah, and Kevin Spacey in the end. Who's afraid of him? Yeah. So so that was Virginia Wolf, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, so that was odd and creepy, and uh, the, I was very I was very taken aback by the fact that. Seven-year-olds can be in the same school with fourteen-year-olds. It seemed odd. To yeah, me. but anyway, I was I was a little sentimental about it. I was like, oh, what a fun thing that these arts programs are. And now the, this poor woman teacher who does the whole thing gets up at the end of this production. She's got like seventy-five kids are in it, and they all seem very happy to be a part of it, and they're jumping up and down, and the parents are happy to be a part of it. And she says, "Hey, everybody, you know, can." We don't have any, I had to pay for this whole production myself. Like I'm a teacher who makes no money. And, you know, could you please help out on the way out? Like buy some, you know, she has like pizza out there and, and cupcakes and shit. Can you help out the theater? Because th- these arts programs, because we're living in the world now where yeah. there's no science, there's no art, there's no, like, forget that shit. That's for the dummies, the the, the elite in Hollywood. Fuck those people. Fuck art. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck them all. And we're dumbing, we're just dumbing and dumbing and dumbing and dumbing and dumbing. So that's why we have, you know, like the Bachelorette. It's amazing. That's what we were like. Don't fucking give us. We don't want, you know, uh, you know, Hollywood productions of of good quality material. We want the Bachelorette. That's what we want. 
So this woman says, please keep the arts going in schools. It's very important to some students. Not everyone could be a football player, you know, or, or a wrestler or whatever. Now, let me just say this as a kid who was in these programs, you dumb motherfuckers, you should be fucking every school should have a program with music and theater for the fucking losers like me who couldn't close their mouths. All right. Because we, it's, it, I'm, I will go to my grave saying this, you will be made a better person by, by taking arts programs than you would taking football. And I love football. I'm a sports fanatic. I love it. But I, my high school fucking, we, we churned out, Moira Kelly, Carl McKinnon, who's on The Walking Dead, myself, and 10 other people. We didn't churn out one fucking football player. None. No. Zero. <laughs> Nobody went to the NFL. Nobody even went to a fucking prestigious university. No wrestler. No baseball player. Nobody. We, But a bunch of people from the arts. Not only stars... You know, people who do well in, in this biz, I'm talking guys who run networks from my high school wow. and shit like that. They came from that. So, and these people all came from an arts program. And that first thing they cut, you know, and I don't know if Donald Trump, I'm not blaming him. I'm not blaming, you know, I, but these programs are the first to get cut in these schools. If you people have any of you run any school, please support the arts, go to these pro things, buy a piece of pizza. Don't let that poor woman have to buy Chinese because now that shit's going up. She's going to have to buy Chinese glitter to put on these kids' faces. <laughs> and that's now going to go up because and of the tariffs. There's a glitter tariff. Yeah. And God forbid she's going to do production where they need helium balloons because we're out of fucking helium. All right. So please support the arts programs. And if, uh, as a kid who couldn't close his mouth, it's all I had. And I, what is that fucking horn that keeps going on? I have on? no idea. It's like an air horn. It sounds like we're at a, uh, at like a European soccer game here. It's like an air horn going off every five minutes. Anyway. Supporting let's, the arts. Supporting the arts. Let's wrap it up with. Uh, let's wrap it up with this. You know, we're gonna go back to our songs, and we're gonna do a little something different today. Tell because, us about your drive-in. Yeah. Well, we. I. I mean, I got another jam. I yeah. got another jam on my drive-in. Uh, as I'm driving in, Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin sends out another Instagram. Caitlin must know have some sort of sixth sense that I'm. When you're we, on your way, we, to we got record. a slow and we got a slow week, and Caitlin must go. Uh, yo, hey, Chris had a, Chris might have a. Hey, here's a here's a gem for you. And he drops his son's music video on his Instagram. Ooh. I believe his name is Brandon. Good old Jenner. Brandon Jenner. Brandon yeah. Jenner. He drops his. Uh, he's a musician, I guess. And he and uh, Caitlin talks about him a lot. Caitlin talks about Brandon Jenner quite a bit, and is, goes to a lot of his shows around town. Is proud of him. This is his latest hit. We figure, why not play this one as a as a top hit today? Why not give Brandon Jenner a little uh, little love? Let's give Brandon Let, let's a see, shout Let's see what out. Brandon Jenner is doing. Hey, everybody, let's go. This is Caitlin's kid, Brandon Jenner. He's got like ten kids. This is one of them. Maybe the most talented of them. I don't know what the other kids do. Emotions are swimming through the okay. motions on the heart. What's the name of the song, Alex? It's called Death of Me. Death of Me. Death of Me. Brandon Jenner. Oh, I like it. Hey, Brandon, that's pretty good. Thanks. This is a real good song. You know, oh, we love this. Sophia and I was hanging out with your stepmom. <laughs> yeah, so your mom, your, your stepmom Sophia loves your song. Death of me. We sat, we, we were making margaritas at the house the other day, and and uh, and Sophia said, "Put on Brandon's song." I said, ah, "I will." Makes my nipples hard. This song. It's not bad. Okay, so this is Brandon Jenner. Okay. Not bad. All right. Something Caitlin can be proud of. That is. Caitlin can be proud of I like of that. A, If you look at the cover art to it, can you see it? Is that Brandon That's Jenner? That's Brandon Jenner. Oh, he's a handsome kid. Do you see the car? It looks all like retro-y, but oh, it like... He's in a retro car. Who's a girl? I don't... I have no oh, idea. he's a handsome kid. Well, yeah. Bruce Jenner's a good... Uh, Bruce Jenner was a handsome man. Mm -hmm. you know, he's a good looking guy. And good jeans. I'm sure the wife was a good... You know, I forget who the wife... I think that... I forget who she is. I should know this, but uh, she, they're good looking kids. The Jenner kids are very handsome kids. Does he... Brody... Who's good looking? There's that kid who's good looking. Anyway, the song I was going to do, just for fun, I might do two. Okay. Uh, this is, because we talked about proms. Let's, let's, this was, I looked up number one prom song in the 70s now, because we keep doing 70s songs. And this was the number one prom song of the 70s, which I found very bizarre. 
but it's by the Captain and Tennille, which was a very strange duo. Actually, the captain just died a couple of months ago out in Palm Springs. Tony Tennille's still alive. This is it. This is, let's hear it. Now, if any of you are old enough to go to the prom in the 70s, was this your prom song? Do that to me one more time. Once, Once is never enough. enough. So basically what she's saying in this song is, and it's a prom song, so do it to me one more time. Come on, Captain. I think it means, I think it means fuck me one more time. Probably. Yeah. If you look at, so another good album art to look up, guys, Captain and Tennille. That's, oh, that's that's the captain without his hat. He used to wear a captain's oh, hat. A, oh. You actually, that's a very rare photo you just showed me. Oh. That is the captain without his hat, which is very rare. Who was, tell me about the captain. The captain was, he was, I guess, they were married. They were a couple, they were married to her right up until he died a few months ago. So they had a very, and they had a, actually had a talk show, their own show on ABC. This is back when they gave anyone a show. And they had like a variety show, Captain Antonio. And they would do sketches and songs. And this was a, this is the 70s. Once again, I always say this is the 70s where it's just we disguised dirty songs. Um, I can't wait for this to kind of come back. Actually, it's the really, innuendo is kind of nice. It is an in, it's all innuendo. Yeah, it's nice. And uh, so this would be something you if you were 18 or 17 and, and going to your prom in 1978. So if we're if we're being real, the girl I went to prom with is mm-hmm. now um she's a uh, she's a madam I guess I mean, she's, oh like she's an hookers? escort yeah she's an escort um my high school girlfriend yeah and wow. she kind of runs it now like she she it's runs like a Heidi Fleiss she kind of runs like a party with chicks in Vegas kind of thing yeah that's the girl I'm oh my god I'm gonna call her when I'm there this <laughs> week I can't wait so, to party with her at the marshmallow concert but. Uh, do that to like, keep playing. Do that to me one more time. But yeah, so I mean, I feel like if uh, if you don't want your daughter going the route of my high school sweetheart, okay. a little more Captain and Tennille, maybe a little less, you know, pop it, twerk look at, it. Now look, I don't even it. know what instrument this is playing right now. It's like it's a, a whistle. Flute. I think it's a, it's whistle. a tin whistle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is something you could imagine if you pulled out a flute these days and tried to get oh. in the charts. Like, hey everybody, now it's time for the flute solo. What? Uh, you see, if I went to Marshmallow this weekend in Vegas, I think he's pulling out a flute? Yeah. No. He- <laughs> Couldn't even play it to his Marshmallow head. Wow. There's a man like you. Do it to me one more time. I can't. Hey, you fucked me once. You think you're going to get out of here, Captain? Put your fucking Captain's hat back, hat back on and get back in here and fuck me again. I'm not just getting it once, you fucking prick. Get in here. Fuck me again. Don't do it to me again. Don't do it just once. Doesn't... Like you just did. I want it again, Captain. Do it to me more. Now, can do me a favor, Alex. All you right. can get up. I'm going to play you my actual prom song. Okay, this is 19. Oh, God, I'm going to give away my age. I believe I graduated high school. I almost forget. I think in 1985. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and my, my prom song was Phil Collins. Uh, this is a song we got up on the dance floor and this is the song and somebody made a speech like prom king and queen. I forget who that, I think it was Steve Vesa and Stephanie Lopez. You see them both now. Oh my God. I turned out to be fucking gorgeous. Yeah. When I finally closed my mouth, everybody, I turned out to be fucking gorgeous. You should see Steve Vesa and Stephanie Lopez look like two monsters now. <laughs> All right. 52 years old monsters. What Phil Collins song? One more night. Uh-huh. And that was, uh, so get, get it one more. It's one more night together, everybody. And, uh, we'd go out on the dance floor and you'd be, you know, you just hold each other close with a corsage and just thinking about, we were all like waste, you know, people, you'd get drunk, you'd drink the wine coolers out in the parking lot. Um, whatever, you know, wine cooler you can get your hands on or, or sweet vermouth. You know, we just grabbed like a bottle of just like a mixer, but it had alcohol and so fuck it. Sat in a 14-passenger van. My friend Carl McKeenan was with me. He's now, I went to his daughter's play. There we go. So this is, and we just hold each other close. I've been trying so long. Yeah, it's real. That's nice. Now I'm, re- now I'm actually getting fucking teary-eyed right now. This is fucking making me very sentimental. You know? This is what happens. I get, I mean, maybe, what am I going through right now? Is it, is it a PMS? I think I'm PMS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a real kind of uh, the last couple of weeks have been real uh, sensitive for me. 
So people, you need to give me more praise for the uh, instead of telling me I look like a fucking weirdo when I post pictures. All right, thank you. Just give me one more compliment. What do you think of this, Alex? Do you have any idea? It's a good song. I'm a fan of Phil Collins. Yeah, who's not? I mean, Phil Collins is amazing. He now has a very famous actress daughter, Lily Collins. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a big what time actress. In? A bunch of stuff. I can't tell you what, but a bunch of stuff. Okay. I'm look I can tell up. you one thing, but she's a big time actress. That's Phil Collins' daughter, Lily Collins. Uh, he's great, Phil Collins. Yeah, real talented man. Lead singer of Genesis for a little while. Ooh, he's had a lot of great tunes with both Genesis. Fantastic and, drummer, and, isn't and he? And a drummer. Yeah. Well, he was a drummer for Genesis and a drummer on his own. One of the one of the uh, very very rare drummer lead singers. Don Henley, I believe, of the Eagles was a drummer slash lead singer at times. The guy who sang uh, Night Ranger uh, was a who sang Sister Christian. He was also Ooh, the drummer that's a good one. and the singer. It's rare, but they happen. Yeah, they happen. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins is a famous. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Well, what I look at the, look in the at air the, tonight. Wasn't uh, wasn't Dave Grohl a drummer for Nirvana? Then he went on to be basically the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. Yeah, but he plays guitar for the Foo Fighters. I know, but he was too. a drummer for Nirvana, so he was a drummer so, slash singer. I feel, you got to have the music in you. So. Do a little both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there we have it. That was my prom song, everybody. Moira Kelly and I dancing slow to one more night. She went on to be in the cutting edge. Uh, toe pick, I don't know if you remember. It's on, this is a movie that is on every day on one of those channels that show old movies. The cutting edge is on every day. She was very cute. Nice person. Uh, Moira Kelly, if you're listening, please, I haven't talked to you in many years. We were, we were always, where, what are you doing? What's going on in your life? Hope all is well. Thanks everyone for going through my uh, sensitive uh, <laughs> This was sensitive. The, the, on on this the was prom my, season this, episode. This was my prom season episode that really got me sensitive about prom and 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 uh, getting old. Tim Conway dying affected me as I was driving here. Then I was thinking about pr- looking up proms, and I went to my friend's daughter's thing, and it just is sentimental times for me. And then you people, uh, you know, made fun of me for having an open mouth, and it really sent me over the edge. So we did it. We made it through an episode. We're running out of helium. Um, that's a problem. Start and using Roundup, guys. Could be a billion dollar decision. If you, yeah, you know what? That's everyone's going to go out and just spray <laughs> just, Roundup in their face now and try and get some uh, drinking. I've been of, drinking Roundup. Money. Yeah, sorry, everybody. Anyway, Roundup. Don't you fucking get ready for a lot of weeds and less helium. Thank you all for listening to Cover to Cover. Spread the word, everybody. Our fucking numbers was going, were skyrocketing. Then we dipped a little bit last week. So I need you all to go out there and tell all your friends, oh, you know what I listen to on my ride to work or home? I listen to Chris Frangiola, Cover to Cover, Alex Kahn. We have a fucking good time, everybody. Please keep listening. I will be at the... Um, you know where I'm coming? I'm coming to La Jolla, La Jolla Comedy Store. You you better sell this fucker out, or I don't think they'll have me back. They have me every year, and I do pretty well there. La Jolla Comedy Store, May 31st, June 1st, and June 2nd. Then I go June 5th. I'm at I'm back on Long Island. June 5th, I'm at uh, the comedy club. Uh, what's it called? Brokerage Comedy Club. June 5th. Then I go to Comics Mohican Sun in the Casino. June 6th through 8th, and then a fun place called Lucy's Laugh Lounge. June 9th. Pleasantville, New York. It's a Sunday night. Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, June 20th through the 22nd. Never been to Lexington, Kentucky. I'm excited to see all of you there. Bring your helium balloons and spray fucking Roundup on my face. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.